1: This is The Car Pro Show, the show for straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive. The Car Pro is Jerry Reynolds. Acceleration is his middle name. Not too many people know that. Jerry won the USA Today Dealer of the Year Award twice during his 35-plus years in the car industry. And he'll give you the skinny on what car fits your needs the best trusty sidekick kevin mccarthy a hall of fame broadcaster will test drive your car to see what its maximum speed is and how well the brakes work uh no ford pintos please here they are now on the car pro show
2: hi there hope everything is going great for you today as we start november And uh, we're now a few days into that. That means it's going to be Thanksgiving very soon. And that's good news. I don't think less of me for this, but I got our Christmas tree up (laughs) and our outdoor lighting. Already. And our indoor lighting. Yes. Earlier this week. I'm set. All done.
3: Have you turned the lights on?
2: I turned them on the first night. Outs- the outside, yeah. Mm-hmm. I turned them on the first night because I really just wanted to look at them and see and make sure all the bulbs were working and all that stuff. And <clears throat> lo and behold, I didn't know it, but several neighbors had already put their lights up too and I just hadn't noticed. And when I turned mine on, they thought, okay, we don't have to be first anymore. So they turned so theirs they, on. So
3: every, everybody was waiting. here we go.
2: We're off and running. It's Christmas in in my neighborhood already, which is kind of cool.
3: That is kind of cool. <clears throat> yeah. You know what I thought was kind of cool in the one of the many things in the newsletter that, that were kind of cool? The reviews, uh, the uh, Yukon Denali Ultimate and the Hyundai Palisade XRT, both those vehicles, just watching your video and reading the reviews, I think if we just went back five years and showed someone, okay, this is what cars are going to be like in five years. Yeah. People's eyes would have popped out.
2: Oh, I'm no doubt. No doubt. I mean, there's just, and they're just changing so fast and, and
3: so good. I mean, they're doing such really cool things.
2: Yes, they are. Um, interesting thing happened. I had that, Uh, GMC Yukon Denali Ultimate last week and it stickered excuse me, it stickered for $94,000 right? Mm -hmm. I saw the identical vehicle run through the auction Wednesday had a little over 100 miles on it the only difference was it was a four wheel drive. Okay.
3: Yours was two wheel.
2: Mine was two wheel. The one I reviewed was two wheel. Okay, four wheel drive's gonna add uh, two, four thousand. Yeah, probably four thousand if I were guessing correctly. Um and it sold at a dealer auction for over a hundred and ten thousand. Holy cow. So ten grand over MSRP. Um but that's you know, that's just kind of the market we're in right now.
3: Well, you were to, you compared it to say, well, you could you could have this, or if you spent twenty thousand dollars more, you could get an Escalade.
2: Yes, yes. But
3: you know, you would be, you know, tempted to take the Yukon and put the money in your pocket. Well,
2: it was it was awfully nice. Very different from this week's review vehicle, mm-hmm. which is a Kia Niro electric, and. I mean, it's, that was, that was a culture shock to go from oh, that yeah big GMC down to a small compact SUV, but it's cool.
3: Besides the being smaller and compact and, and electric, um, what was the other drive part of the driving experience that was the biggest difference?
2: Well, it's like, it's a typical electric car. They're, they're fast. They accelerate really well. Um, you know, they're quiet. This one, the interior is very—it's—it's it's very different. Uh, a lot of recycled materials on the interior of this car. Uh, the seats' fabric, for instance, is made out of eucalyptus leaves.
3: How did you know that? Do well, they we, brag about I it? I
2: get a little prep when I get a review car. They kind of give you a fact sheet. And uh, not always, though. They eucalyptus leaves? Eucalyptus leaves. They did not tell me that this car doesn't come with a charger of any kind. That's silly. Well, it was because I wasted two hours. It had this thing in the front that you plug into where the power goes sure. on the car. This one's right in the middle of, of the front. Usually they're on one side or the other. But I plugged that in and I kept thinking the cord's missing. There's no cord. I can't plug it now. I can't plug it into the wall, even, even with even AC. No, even with an extension cord, because you need two male plugs. There was one plug that you that you plugged in there, and it, so I finally called Huffine's Kia, our Kia dealer in the Dallas Fort Worth area, and I go, dude, <laughs> what? I don't. Am I? Mean, what am I missing here? And he goes, Oh, that car didn't come with a charger. I said, Well, what's this thing I plugged in? Because it. You know, it's about a foot long. Looks like a plug-in. And he goes, well, that's if you want to plug in your coffee pot or something. You can plug that into the car and then plug a coffee pot or a hairdryer or a blender. Ooh, wow. Or You know, <laughs> yeah. something. And I went, yeah, I'm probably not going to do that.
3: I'd rather have something that I could charge it with.
2: He said, "I or a charging cable. Let me see how long that would take. So he gets on the phone with the parts department. Uh, I can have it here in a week. I won't have the car in a week, so that's probably not going to work. So bottom line is on Sunday, my day off, I'm going to be sitting at a public charging station somewhere so that I don't run out of electricity. As usual, we always lose some callers during an extended break, like when it's the top of the hour. I've got two lines open right now, and that never happens. So if you want to grab one, here's the number 800 926 7777. Go to carpro.com and sign up for the newsletter if you haven't already, especially if you are self employed or a business owner. Mm-hmm. You are not going to want to miss this. Uh, A lot of work, a lot of hours went into my annual report on tax code 179. And I can tell you that if you are self-employed or a business owner and you want to write the entire cost of a vehicle off this year, i give you all the details. If you're not a business owner or self-employed and you use mileage deduction for your taxes, I've got that information for you, too. All you have to do is subscribe. We'll get yesterday's in your inbox in about five minutes at carpro.com.
1: Buying a new car truck is like looking at pictures of Kate Upton. Hmm. You see the model you want, but don't know whether you can afford it. It was a lot of money. Let Jerry Reynolds, the car pro, help you. Hot and getting hotter. With the vehicle, not Kate. Nobody's that smart. Pick up the phone and call me. The Car Pro Show number is 1-800-926-7777.
3: our car pro classic car of the weekend on our facebook page today isn't a muscle car that immediately comes to mind when you think of the great muscle cars of the late 60s and early 70s but back in its day it was uh it was a star
2: well it was one of my favorites and it's drop
3: dead gorgeous it being totally you know redone and everything and shiny and if you'd like to take a look at it and take a chance on winning a custom-made auto heat shield for whatever you drive, just click on the Facebook logo at carpro.com, and I think you'll like just seeing it, if nothing
2: else. Yeah, I th- I'd like to have one right now. Oh, sure.
3: be cool to drive around.
2: Oh, my, yes. Let's go to Katy, Texas, Houston area. Matthew, what can I do for you?
3: Howdy,
4: uh... Yeah, a little little about me. I'm the type of fella that once something tickles my fancy, it's kind of hard to get me to stray from it. And that right now is uh.
2: I assume like your wife is glad about that. <laughs>
4: what? Well, that goes without saying. <laughs> um, it's a uh, twenty to anything 2018 and above S90 Volvo. Um, a reason for that is uh, I kind of spend a lot of time in my beat my. I got a truck right now that's paid for. I just want something a little easier on gas. I do kind of work out of my vehicle a lot, so I want it to be really nice. But I also have a six foot four, sixteen year old. I don't know how the heck that happened, but uh, need a little leg room in the back.
2: Let me make sure I understand what you're talking about. You said X ninety. You mean XC90, the the SUV?
4: No, no, no. The uh, S S is in Sam. Oh, S90 oh,
5: oh, oh.
2: Yes. Oh, those are absolutely beautiful vehicles. Um, I think so too. I do. I love the lines on it. I love the headlights and taillights. You know, it's just it doesn't even look like a Volvo to me. Um, you know, the question, and I can't answer it, unfortunately. I don't know how, if that sixteen year old is going to fit in the back seat or not. I, has he tried to get in one?
4: We tried the S sixty, and it was he was okay, but it was a little tight. So we at the Volvo dealership in Katy, they didn't have an S ninety available. So I haven't even been able to see one in person, really. But man, I just can't stop looking at those things.
2: Yeah, I agree with you. The first one, the first one that I saw was driving, and I saw the car. And I sped up and got beside it and got close enough to the rear to see what it was because I wasn't sure. And I can, I can typically spot a car and know exactly what it is, you know, at 100 yards. Uh, but yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I don't know of any issues with the car whatsoever, Matthew. And, but I'll, I'll, I'll put an asterisk on that. I don't get chances to review all those very often and I don't get a lot of questions on them. So I'm, I'm I'm not a Volvo expert, but usually if a car's a bad car, I'll certainly hear about that, and I've not heard anything but good on this one.
4: A little side question. I was what tickled my fancy before this Volvo were Cadillacs. So is, is there any, any kind of comparative car like that? Sedan that has that nice little room in the back that cult uh, that Cadillacs offering.
2: You know the CT the CTS is going to be smaller. Um, it's not going to have the length, and I don't think it's going to have the headroom that the Volvo's got. Um, right, because Cadillac's just not building big cars anymore. You know, um, nothing like the old. DeVille's or or any of that kind of stuff they've gone much sportier um, the CT5 I just don't know if it's gonna because of the because it's got a real slanting roof line I think that's probably gonna cut down on rear seat room you'd probably have to get him out of the car with a can opener um, I don't I, I mean nothing so few cars are being made anymore Nothing comes to mind as far as, I mean, the Genesis uh, G80 might be okay. Uh, and it's a wonderful car. And I love the lines on it, too. I think it's as pretty a car as the Volvo. So, other than that, I can't think of anything that would serve you. Um, the The best part, are you thinking new or used on this Volvo?
4: Uh, definitely used. Okay. I mean, uh, don't get me started on prices.
2: <laughs> well, the good news is... As good a car as Volvo makes, they don't hold the value real well, which is great for somebody looking for a used one. And that's that was going to be my only warning on a new one was resale value and rapid depreciation. If you get a couple-year-old one and let somebody else take that hit, uh, you can sweep in and get yourself a great car at a very good price. But look at the Genesis 2.
1: It's the Car Pro Show.
5: Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night.
1: Catch a ride now with the CarPro at 1 800 926 7777.
2: Let's talk to Kevin in Cleveland, Ohio. Kevin, welcome.
4: Yes, welcome. I have a 2012 MDX, with about 165,000 miles, and starting this year, in between oil changes, I've been putting about a quart of oil in there. So when I took it to the dealership and talked to them about that, they said it was a recall for the uh, oil consumption laws. And they said it ended in 2019. And so now Mines is doing this now, and they said, well, I'm not covered for it.
2: That's true. So I, That's so I true. I
4: contacted the um, corporate office. Right. right. They just said they would you know, maybe offer some goodwill towards what the repair would be. And so I'm thinking at this point of just maybe getting something to replace, just a new car. New yeah. SUV. yeah.
2: Even if they if they participated Probably the most they'd pay would be five hundred to a thousand dollars, and that's still going to leave you with a six thousand dollar bill. Oh no! And to put six grand, put five grand, put four grand into a car coming up on two hundred thousand miles, it's just not a good move, Kevin. Uh, you'd be throwing right. money away. So I agree right. with you on um, on trading it. The good news is that all consumption is not going to deduct from the value of the car unless you just have this overwhelming desire to tell a dealer that you traded into that it it uses a quart of oil, (laughs) but with 165,000 miles, a quart of oil in between changes isn't out of line at all. I mean, at all Uh, cars use more oil these days. I mean, they just do. And I think it's because the engines are smaller, but yet the horsepower remains pretty strong. So it it uses that oil. Uh, doesn't mean there's something wrong. sounds like there probably is with yours. But the bottom line is this. I would not put any money into the car. I would make a trade between now and the end of the year while values are still good uh, and before something else happens that could cost you money or worse, detract from the value of the car. So I would do something now and uh, hopefully everything will work out. i got some good dealers on my car. You know what it's
1: like when you're driving along and your dog has his head sticking out the window? It's even better when your dog is driving and your head is sticking out the window. Not remotely possible, except on The Car Pro Show. Call now, 800-926-7777.
3: This is the Car Pro Show, and Jerry has a collection of true stories from his days as a big-time car dealer on our website, and he puts one in the newsletter every week. This one this week, imagine this scenario. Once upon a time, there were a bunch of big-time Ford dealers, in a, I guess in a big conference room somewhere in Dallas.
2: That's correct.
3: And they were all pretty hot about something that Ford Motor Company was doing that they didn't like. They really didn't like it. They decided that, by golly, somebody needed to go, you know, get Ford, represent the dealers, and say, hey, stop this. And they said, well, who are we going to get? And everybody's looking around, and then someone said, how about Jerry? Which is how he got on the road to becoming the only two-time National Dealer Council chairman Of Ford Motor Company,
2: it's true. It was tough times, man. We were, uh, you know, we all had fortunes involved, fortunes tied up in our dealerships, and then Ford wants to buy dealerships and be competitors to us. So they wanted to be our franchise holder and a competitor, and it just sent me sailing. I don't mind telling you.
3: Well, you talked about it, and I I, and I felt it when you said, you know, when I open up the the dealership at seven o'clock in the morning you know it's my line my life's on the line my my family and my you know oh, finances every day, every, every day everything and then the people that are going to sell you the cars are also going to be a competitor yeah boy, and and i'm sure they'd treat you as well as they. and do. they
2: did they followed through and bought four dealerships in certain cities across america and it failed miserably just like i told them it was going to they don't know how to sell cars. They only know how to build cars. So you concentrate on building cars. We'll concentrate on selling cars. And it, it's worked for 100 years, you know. Let's talk to Jennifer in Central Texas. Jennifer, what can I do for you?
5: Hi, thank you. Yes, I'm looking for a Highlander. I heard you talking about the Highlander and the Senta earlier. Yeah. And so I, thought, I went online and kind of, you know, ran the filter narrowed it down to the one that I'm looking for with all the features I'm looking for, you know, hoping to find one with low mileage that's going to last me a good 20 years. Um, so this particular one fits the bill in every single way of the 2019 39,000, except the mileage is 72,000. So, Ooh. Ooh that might be a little higher than I'm wanting, but I just wanted your opinion on how long you think that a, a 2019 could last me with 72,000 miles on it already.
2: Is it a dealer that has it? Yes. Okay. Did you look at a history report? No. Okay. There's a couple of thoughts here. One, 2019 with 72,000 miles, the good news is it has to be road miles which are not nearly which isn't nearly as hard on a car as you know city miles are all the stop and go and all that jazz so from that standpoint it's okay the next thing to do is get an auto check history report before you go any further a lot can happen okay. in 72000 miles so i want to know if it's been wrecked i want to know if it's been in a flood I want to know if the odometer is correct, which it probably is. Uh, but okay. certainly the flood and the wreck. And okay. then that price should reflect much lower than the price of a comparable one with 40,000 miles. So take that right. into consideration. While you're looking around at, at others, find one that's got... You know, forty to forty-five thousand. See what it is. The one you're looking at should be easily three to four thousand dollars less money than 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 the other one would be. And if all that checks out and it drives good and it performs well, you know, no doubt in my mind it'll probably make two hundred thousand miles or more because it's a Toyota. But but how That's much will, Yeah, how much will you drive between now? and 200,000 miles. How many years is that for you? Cuz you're looking for something that'll last you sounds like another 10 to 12 years. So if you're going to be piling miles back on top of that, then you know, it could you could you could wear it out sooner than you want to. The other thing to do when you when you purchase it if it's a good dealership, they'll sell a good extended warranty and you know, I would certainly get one of those for the longest amount of time and the longest amount of mileage that you can possibly get
5: okay
2: just How to be safe that, it, yeah it's going to vary depending really, on coverage okay. you know i off the top of my head i'd say to carry you out to 150 thousand miles probably going to be three grand but with today's repair cost one repair <laughs> under warranty and it'll pay for itself okay Okay. I hope I helped you, kiddo. Yeah. All
4: right. Definitely. Thank you so much.
2: Thank you. And good luck. Let's talk to Joe in Cleveland, Ohio. Joe, welcome. Joe, are you there? Hello, Joe. Hmm.
3: He's waiting for the Browns to get better.
2: (laughs) <laughs> and good luck with that. Uh, put Joe back on hold. I think
3: he's there. He laughed.
2: Oh, Joe, are you there? He's on no. He's on three. Oh, I'm so sorry. All right. Uh, Joe, we'll be right back to you. Zamir in Los Angeles. Yes. Hi. Hello. How, how can I help you? I bought a 2017 as my retirement vehicle, and
4: I want... It's a Chevy Colorado. I keep up the maintenance. But since I retired, I'm driving it a lot more. So yeah. I have 63,000 miles on it now, six thousand three hundred thousand miles on it. So I wanted to know what the longevity of this vehicle would be, and if it would be worth to keep it or go into something else. I love the truck. I love it.
2: Which engine does it have?
4: A V6. Has
2: a V6. Okay. That's a darn good engine. Uh, if it didn't make 175 to 200 I'd be surprised. Are you are you good at your maintenance?
4: Yes sir, right on the button.
2: That's the key. You'll probably make 200 if you if you contain it. Now you're going to have a little little things that go along. Uh but I'm talking about things that would cost you a lot of money. Uh engine transmission, uh you know, things like that. You, you, the odds are you're not going to have any problems with that sort of stuff. So just keep doing your maintenance. And I think you got a lot of life left in that thing.
4: All right, one more thing. Now, I did buy a, a warranty on it, but it's a short-term warranty. It's only 36,000 miles. So will they? Ex- can you buy another warranty after that?
2: Probably. Probably. Your best bet is to contact whoever you bought the last warranty from because they have the ability to look at your history. Whereas a new warranty company does not. And typically, some warranty companies won't write one you know, past 75,000 miles. So go back to who you're with right now and, and see if they'll do that.
1: You've heard that when life gives you lemons, you should make lemonade. Well, if you buy a car that's a lemon, you can't make a drink out of it. Let Jerry Reynolds, the CarPro, help you get the best deal on your next car, truck, or SUV. That's what you get here on the CarPro Show. Call the CarPro Show now at
3: 800-926-7777. At CarPro.com, you will find a tab that says... Uh, Uh, car buying resources. And if you click on that, you'll see FAQs. Click on that, and then you'll see Jerry's well-written, in-detail, lengthy summaries to his 100 most frequently asked questions. And I got to figure that if, if he's got 100 questions that he hears more and more often than others, that might be a question you might someday have too. A lot so, of
2: different topics there.
3: Yeah. Everything from insurance adjusters would save people a lot of money. Leasing the ins and outs of
2: that. Yeah. Financing. Everything's there. It's all there. Just run through them and you never know when you might need it. Yep. Joe in Cleveland. Joe. Hey, Jerry. Jerry, how you doing? Good, buddy. Welcome. How can I help you?
5: So I got a, I have a 2019 Hyundai Tucson. I, I drive for sales. So I have a lot of miles on it, like 95,000 miles. So. Uh, just like the last guy with excess oil consumption, um, my car was doing that, too. Uh, Hyundai fessed up after about four months of going back and forth with tests, and they're going to give me a new engine. Right. Which is, yeah, that's what I said. Uh, but, I mean, is this something – and they say – they claim it's like a lifetime warranty because I said, can this, you know, maybe happen? Hopefully they fix the problem. Yeah. Is this something I should, you know, kind of hang on to, or is this? would this be a good time to say, you know – might be a good time to, to bail into something else and, and how would I sell the car with a new engine? I mean, do I tell is that more is it more valuable, less valuable? Oh that
2: yeah, absolutely. I mean if somebody's somebody's looking at it you you got let's say you got it for sale and somebody's looking at it, they're gonna be gun shy with ninety five thousand miles until they find out you got a brand new engine put in, paid for by Hyundai, put in at a Hyundai dealership. Um you know the the question, and I don't know the answer, is is that lifetime warranty transferable, or does does it stay with the car so that the car's always covered for the next owner, or does it does the warranty end if you get rid of it? And I, I think ask
5: that question. Yeah, that's a good question. I got to ask that. I, I think that's um, the difference
2: between making the decision whether to trade it now or not. You know, if somebody that drives as much as you do, Joe um you're going to your your cars are going to depreciate greatly you're starting right. with basically a new car when you get that engine put in so i think you could save yourself a ton of money getting another 100,000 miles out of the car once the engine goes in cuz the transmission if you're doing maintenance on the transmission you're changing the fluid you know every uh I, I believe fifty thousand is the right number, but some people go a little longer than that. If you if you're doing those things, nothing else major should go wrong with that car. Well,
5: that's good news because I do do a lot of miles, and and I and I own my own business, right? So with the mileage write off, it's essentially the government buys me a new car every four years, anyhow. Yeah, right? sure, sure, I mean, sure, sure. Yeah,
2: you know For the, the mileage of- the mileage went up, the mileage allowance went up the second half of this year.
5: Yeah, like sixty-two cents or three cents a mile or something like that. No, it so. went
2: it went up higher than that. Uh, it oh, was really? yeah. I don't know if you're a newsletter subscriber or not, but if you'll subscribe today, you can get yesterday's. And I have tax code one seventy nine information there, which you would qualify for too. By the way, uh, but if you do, if you only do mileage, I give you the new mileage rates that came right from my CPA. Uh, so, that's something you definitely want to look at. All you got to do is, is subscribe from the bottom of the page at carpro.com, and you can have that information this afternoon.
5: So, I should hang on to this car? I mean, I, I would. Have any hesitancy.
2: Okay. I All would. Right. I wouldn't. I, I mean, it, it, it gets good gas mileage. It's a good car, and you're going to have a brand new engine. It's like starting over with the odometer at zero, other than, you know, some of the minor things that could go wrong. What you'd have to pay to replace it? I think this. I think keeping that one makes sense. I appreciate the call.
1: Hey, if you have three kids, you might need an SUV, not a Corvette. If you're a single guy, you can't drag race an SUV. Jerry Reynolds, the car pro, will help you find the best deal on the vehicle that's right for you. Call him now at 800-926-7777.
2: Charlotte, you're up next on CarPro. What can I do for you?
4: Well, my name. Um, I have a MKS Lincoln 2013. Yeah. Uh, it, had, it just turned over 100,000 miles. I had to put on a couple of hoses that cost me $700, and that's the first real big deal I've had to do with it. It's paid off. I'm old. I like it. I just want some reassurance that keeping it is not a dumb idea.
2: It's not at all. These were real good cars. In fact, I I remember very well when I reviewed the MKS, which was probably a dozen years ago, and I thought it drove great. I love the car. Um, It's not a hybrid, is it?
5: No, no. Okay. It's
4: it's
2: an EcoBoost. Yeah, of course. Uh, That was one of the very first... uh, one of the very first sedans to get the EcoBoost, and how many miles a year do you typically drive? Um,
0: not much. Yeah. I'm
2: almost eighty. Yeah, I was going to say if you bought it new, you've had it ten years and you've got a hundred thousand miles, so you're driving ten thousand a year at the most. Um, right. Yeah, you know, I, I I think you got another five years with it before you have to uh, spend okay. any big money on it. Now, I, do did, I need a warranty? No, you can't even get. You can't get a good warranty because of its age and because of the miles. Uh, okay. Uh, you know, 700 bucks for a couple of hoses sounds way out of line to me. If I were you, I would find, sounds like something that you did at a dealership. You don't need a dealership. Find a good repair shop somewhere that's honest and let them do the work. You can cut that in about half. Kiddo, we're out of time. we got to run, but good luck to you.
1: A little background on Jerry Reynolds, the car pro. In the car business for over 35 years. Loves giving people straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive. Favorite cop show on TV? Law & Order SUV.
2: So, let me help you make a good car buying decision. Call
1: the Car Pro Show now at 1-800-926-7777.